Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond, episode 39. We talk about fights, the fight game, mindset, whatever else comes up this week. We're talking about a bunch of stuff. We got big fights. It's, it, it's feeling a little bigger, still not reaching the point where you're at a Starbucks or at a store and people saying, hey, who you got? But uh, definitely getting some some buzz to it. Conor McGregor versus Khabib. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Ray Longo yeah. coming in after a long day. Oh, man. Appreciate but I tell you, you but getting in, back to the fight, though, but it is starting in the gym to, to pick up. You know, really, like, really good. You know, and I guess today with the other press conference, I mean, the guy really is a master promoter. He is. He is a barking dog, this guy. He, he, he's talking about possibly making upwards of $50 million. Oh wow! On this fight, on this fight, so is that from the, his proper the, twelve, the, or the, is that just from the fight? <laughs> the master promotions of it all, I think. When it, when all is said and done, I think he signed a new, a new deal with um, was it Reebok or Monster Energy or wow. also something as well. So, I, and, and it might be one of the most lucrative ones they've signed. I so. can tell you one place where he won't be going anytime in the near future: Dagestan. <laughs> yeah, I Let me tell you something. Called bet. him a Dagestani rat today. <laughs> I think that's the guy is that. the guy's doing a bang up job on this though. He really is. He's got me thinking. He's attacking Ali to the point of people in the gym are even like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know if they want to talk to the guy anymore. He's definitely He's put having down the Munkin's mom effect. He, let me tell you something. <laughs> He might have overridden Munkin's mom. This is crazy. <laughs> it is a new psychological form of influence known as the Munkin's mom. Yeah, no, it's and now he's him. Massive, yeah. right? No, no, he's he's he has brought attention to something that I I don't think Ali wants any attention on. I I, I just can't wow. see it playing out good at this point. So he did a great job on that. I hope, uh, I think Khabib's the type of guy that could stay focused and he knows what he has to do, but I tell you, it's got to be tough. This guy's relentless, man. There, he has been known to stay focused, and I'm sure he's been through a lot in his life and seen a lot, but we can say it's safe to say he has never experienced this. A hundred percent. This is a tremendous caliber. He has, it seems that all of Ireland is showing up for anything that McGregor does, yeah. and and it seems like he, he, he's tr he tried to play on it Kind of uh, at the at the uh, workouts at the open workouts, yeah. but nah, that backfire. Yeah, yeah, I think, but I think Khabib's more like, uh, you know, more like uh, Nate Diaz in that way. I don't think you're going to affect him. I, I don't think he affect, you know, Obviously, it didn't affect Nate at all. He just took it as a joke because I think he's a real dude, Nate. You know, he's been in a lot of fights, grew up in a shitty area, and he just just doesn't look at this. It's just. I think when you're used to that type of stuff and like Khabib with the wars that go on and what's happened over there, I just don't think, you know, bravado and talking just phases you. I don't know. It's just my opinion. I just think you look at it, you know, it's like Tim Kennedy used to say, we're just fighting, man. You know, this is, what, is, what does that mean? Nobody's shooting, you know, bullets <laughs> right. at you and, you know. I remember talking to Brian Stam and he was talking about his daughters and then he... You know, he was, uh, we got separated, you know. So I see him like, you know, and he lives in Georgia. So I, you know, I see him a little later. Finish the story about your, your daughters, you know. So he's like, well, you know, I'm hiding behind this Humvee and they're shooting at me. And I'm like, in Georgia? You're hiding like, you know. And he goes, no, no, this was no, because I, I think he was talking about his daughters, but what he was saying was he was under attack. <laughs> And he was just saying, if you just get me out of here to see my daughters, you know. I'll do. But I'm thinking the guy's talking about a story. He's so nonchalant right. about people firing at him and, you know, almost losing his life that what are you going to do to rattle that guy? Not a thing. I'm telling you, not that my not belief is not a thing. So I'll never forget that. I was like, wow, this is weird, man. Somebody was shooting at him in Georgia. I mean, like, he goes, no, this, is a, this is in the army. I said, well, where the hell do your daughters come into the story? He goes, no, I was saying if I get out of here alive, you know, because I thought he was talking about a story. Because yeah. the way he was saying it Crazy. could possibly Oh, yeah, and plus it was, the way he was talking was like, I'm like, wow, this guy's talking about some heavy shit, and he's looking. It's like me talking to you right now on the podcast, right. like it was nothing. Do you, do you think having an undefeated record um, and trying to defend it in this environment may come into play? The pressure from that. I I that's, that's a seen, really good question. Yeah, I haven't seen him shake at all. The only thing I did see was that he was that he was very very intent on getting his dad here, 
for the fight. His dad wasn't here. That would show me that that's a connection to him. I think that he lives with his parents. I think mm-hmm. that he lives with his parents, his wife and children. I think they all live together like yeah. that. I think that that's really close to him. So when Connor takes the personal attack, your dad's this, your dad's that, I think that's the the closest you're going to get. If you have a door to rattle him, it's going to be there. Yeah. I don't think his 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 record matters as much as as. No, I th- I think, think it's a good question, but I do think Connor. I mean, Khabib is a realist. You know what I mean? I think like he, you know, look, I'm just going to do my best. I don't know who's going to win the fight. I hope I mean, it's me. You know, I don't think he's ever right. overconfident or I'm undefeated. I could never lose. He understands he could lose. He understands that whole thing, but. When he's on his game, it's a different story. It, right, right. Where he is, you know. Listen, if I lost because I got beat, yeah, right. Uh, he's not. He's not going to have a problem with that, right? You know what I mean. But you know, so I don't think it will. But you know, that's sometimes you know when I'm training people and they're undefeated, it is. You know, when they lose, it's like all right, we got that out of the way. Because sometimes if a guy's yeah. hardwired into that train of thought then it could become a problem i don't see him as that guy though for some reason i feel like you're know, switching from this main right, event for a second but i think that's what happened with aljo yeah 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 that's another thing i think yeah. aljo got he lost and he when he lost to marias marias right right yeah uh, i feel like he we are seeing a liberated a lit uh, a liberated form of 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 aljo now you know so yeah, and I think because I like when I talk to uh, like when you talk to like a Marab, mm-hmm. uh, I think it gives you an idea. He's in there to fight. Like even those losses that to me were kind of devastating and shitty, and I I thought they were unjust. And man, I can't control that. You know, he's just got a different mindset, man. That's why I say I really Mindset's I grew a lot. A yeah, I grew a lot even as a trainer from just watching that kid in action and how he handled it with such grace and dignity and just moving on like you know that's why i was so happy when he got that win because he really deserved it you know what i mean and he grew each time you know and he wasn't taking no chances this fight he was gonna win and you know 30 25 on all three cards is a pretty big (laughs) you know that's a pretty big mauling so uh I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think some guys, when they have a different mindset, they're not letting that bother them. I, I think Marab's another guy. I don't think he would even remotely get phased by that. I, I think that he, <coughs> he should he lose, should Khabib uh, lose, he, he comes back. Yeah. No, that's yeah it. I think he comes like back. Yeah, he's you're still... not, you're not, he's not, uh, I think he's a realist. I really do. I think if you listen to him talk even about everything, he's, he's pretty on the money, man. Very practical. Kind of reminds me of like you know Nate and Nick Diaz. They just they have a way of just shooting from the hip and well, it's a fight. You know, I don't want to be friends with you. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's very, like doesn't everybody think like that? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like they they have a, you know they have a different philosophy, and I think that's why McGregor couldn't get to to Nate. Yeah, and you know I think that it's it's interesting to note that um, he he Khabib really hasn't. Really made much fanfare of this for him. I bet you he'd be happy to just be given the date and the place, and he'd yeah. show up and and hopefully he's on weight and and ready to to focus on this. And I, and Connor's yeah, putting yeah. on a show. And you have to say, should Connor win? I, I don't know if he's still the underdog. He was the underdog. I don't know if he still is, but should should Connor pull off a win? The really the only way he can win will have to be a spectacular win. Yeah, like yeah, him yeah. knocking him out first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever round it is, we could be pretty sure he's not going to submit him. But to knock him yeah. out is going to be I, spectacular. I think he comes from a great camp with great champions. He's got DC. He's got you know Cain uh, Velasquez, Javier's a, a, a level-headed guy. I I just think they have to be covering the bases on this. You know. I, Right. Yeah, so he's a minor underdog. Minor underdog. But forget all this for now. We have another special guest. We have an amazing guest. Last time she was on, she shared an incredible story, gotten to know her a little bit more, and always a pleasure to watch her training, working hard. She is the real deal. Ray Longo, I never forget this, and anytime I hear anyone else say it, I say that I heard it first from Ray Longo, which is inside that cage, inside that training, that is the truth. And uh, and she truth. is the real deal. You recognize good when you see it. 
Shendi MMA back. But unfortunately, yeah. she's back because she's leaving in two weeks. She so is that's leaving. why I mean, she's going to break our hearts. So. Bittersweet. Bittersweet. <laughs> yeah. Can you describe your experience? <laughs> so, so tell us about so it. Tell us, us about, about your experience. Your experience. <laughs> and on this Edited. in this chapter Edited. Do you want to yeah, do you want to imitate me first? Do you want to do an imitation? I like imitating. No, I just like the New York accent. I like New York. Right. You all know that. I enjoy being here. And I love the New York accent. I really do. Well, go tell to how I teach a class. Go ahead, do so, it. So, in the Muay Thai classes, this is he's like cross hook cross he's like switch kick to the liver and just the way he says it it's just i don't know how i'm taking this I think it's, I think you it's copied me on. you mimicked me you were like embarrassing <laughs> or like half past eight you mimicked yeah. me you know it's it's, it's so it's a fight game it you was self-defense it was self-defense at liver. that point she... switch kick to the liver how's that, <laughs> that cross hook Cross hook. <laughs> <laughs> Very monotone. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I gotta change my game up, Steve. <laughs> Everyone listening who takes that class is laughing because that's exactly what it sounds it's also like. Also, someone British can pull off the American accent, more or less. That well, is, it is. A, that always amazes true. me when I see these, like Christian Bale and some of these other uh, British actors. I mean, the way they they they're in those movies, and then you hear them interviewed afterwards like wow that is it's incredible that, that's incredible to me i don't know if i'm doing it the other way you know what i mean we have to have an english accent but i guess you know they, they study with voice coaches and stuff but i'm blown away when i i i think certain guys are american and i hear them talking i'm like wow yeah it's it's um it's it's it absolutely is fascinating just as you've adopted the long island girl yeah. accent yeah which and is... shandy talking is t-a- L K I N. Just remember that when you're talking. spelling back in Thailand. T A W. Yeah, talking. Talking. Not even talking. You say coffee. C A W F. Same thing. Ah yes. How is it? Coffee. 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 Chocolate. It's like you're writing chalk, not yeah. chocolate. Oh yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah I like that. Not <laughs> That's how you not talk. Not chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> not chocolate. So where are you headed? I'm going back to Thailand. Going back, and now is that for a set time, or are you just going to be there until you're not make, there? I don't really make plans, okay? because plans fail, so I just go with the flow. Remember, you plan to fail, you fail the plan. Wow. Which, way, which one is it going to be? Plan, wait, I have to register that a minute. <laughs> register that. <laughs> plan to fail, fail to plan. Plan to fail. No. You plan to fail. <laughs> no. You know what happens, no, I don't, know what I happens don't when you plan to fail? You fail, for sure. <laughs> for that sure. I can guarantee. If, if that's the, a, no, but if that's the plan success. fails and you plan to fail, then you win because the plan failed to fail. Yes. Wow. I don't know. Wow, that what drop? Go what back happened. to That's switch a kick real to the liver. If ever I heard one. <laughs> well, so you're heading out. So you you enjoyed your your stay here? Absolutely. Besides the buses, that was annoying. But you didn't like that. taking the bus or waiting for the bus? No, I don't mind taking the bus, but the buses are so in Long Island. I'm like one of the only people. Like Ray didn't even know there was like buses. Like people, <laughs> when I tell them I'm coming on the bus to the gym, they're like, "There's buses." I can't think of one bus. I, While I, she was in, that's what I was asking. You. I can't I think no of one clue. bus. When she told me she took the bus to the gym, like, <laughs> are you like? I wouldn't even know. I would just. What do I do? Just stand on the corner and I, I, I just stand in, in front of the bus. gym for about three days, <laughs> wait for somebody to come. But yeah. there's a bus that drops you off anywhere near the gym. I'm in shock. It's over literally that. though. Sometimes, I mean, it has its days. Sometimes. It stops like ten minutes away. Sometimes right by the gym. So How'd does you the bus go to like out? the mall? Does the bus go to like the mall? And you have no to... idea. I get oh. off on Commercial Avenue, Clinton. Avenue. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's close. Not bad at all. Yeah. Not sometimes bad at all. it starts on chest, and I have to walk ten yeah. minutes. I still haven't figured out when it stops, when it doesn't. Sometimes drivers completely ignore the, the fact that I press stop. <laughs> and I'm just like that sounds right. Yeah, and, like, oh, and I walk to the front, and he's like, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, "You're supposed to stop like three stops ago." And he's like. I'll let you off here. And I'm like, that's nice. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you have one job. And you got to remember, and he's and in the, the middle. And there, the guy's you in have the, one job. Yeah, and he's in the guy's in the middle lane at that point. Just <laughs> lets her out. Let's her out. Know, I'll stop right, right here. It's not a problem. Just get out. They'll just be careful. Out, right. I actually wrote the bus company a complaint one day. I waited for like 53 minutes. I was very late for training. And it really, it really, it got to me. And I was so, it's like, it takes something from you just to wait for 53 minutes for a bus. You feel like, just annoying and it's sure. like mentally draining so i was so mad i didn't even know what to do 
So I wrote a complaint to the bus company. A strongly worded letter. Yeah. But it actually was very See, nice. You know what's running just, through my you know? mind right now? What a spoiled piece of shit I am. <laughs> I, can't even, I don't even I know what I don't even know what I'm is. listening to right now. Waited fifty three minutes. If I had to wait like forty seconds, I'd throw. I'd be on the That's floor it. like stomping my feet. That's it. Calling everybody. Calling my mommy. It'd be horrible. Well, they actually responded to me, which was really nice. But really? not that they actually. It was probably just like an automated response, but. They were like, we're very sorry about that. And I'm like, well, you know. Give me back those 50 The next day, I waited again, 53 minutes, but it's okay. Yeah. You know? Wow, they did respond to yeah. you. Well, I find that that's remarkable. Is it? So you, I think so, yeah. So you go to Thailand, you continue your training, because you were deep in training here. Yeah, I go back to my old training, my, my training camp. Have very good trainers there. Um there was actually an MMA program starting there on the first. So usually in Thailand, I focus just on Muay Thai. But this time, I'm going to keep up with the MMA. Oh, cool. So I think Jason Strout, or he's like a lightweight in the UFC. or I'm not sure. He's starting from December 1st. So I'm going to go now, get a few fights, you know, make some money, get some more experience, and then come back to New York. That's New the plan. York. New York. New, New York. York. New York. That's Y-A-W-K. Long okay. Island. No. I, I can't do the island. I no. can do the long. No, yeah, they island. hit that G so hard. You, long you Island. Go, you got to go Guyland, not yeah, Island. Yeah, it's Guyland. Long Guyland. It's one yeah, word. They hit long that Guyland. G hard. Uh, long Island. That's how you know. And that's Long they, Island. It's when people say, people say, I live in Long Island. No, you don't. You're not from here. It's they all live on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't say that. So who do you have, Shendi? Who do you have for the fight? You got Khabib, Connor. This Saturday, you got a couple of days. Who do you got? Connor. She goes Ooh, Connor. Going Connor. Going Connor. How, how do you see when, it going? How, yeah. when, and why? I think second round TKO wow. from top position on the ground. I don't know why I've just been like imagining. I feel like <laughs> dude, Shendi hits this. Oh, I'm Shendi, just yeah, staying right. connected forever. Mm, she this just is knows crazy. things. Yeah, that's my that's what I think. I think Khabib, like it's true. You can have a zero, you know, twenty six and zero, but he really hasn't. In even the last five fights, he's fought some decent <coughs> people. But before that, he hasn't really fought people who we know. It's it's. If you look at his fights, he wasn't. He hasn't fought the same people Connor's fought. He really hasn't. You know? uh, I don't know about that. What was the hope when he fought fought uh, Al? I I, th I thought it was really funny. There was a, a video that they played, and it was a, a video that was celebrating Joe Rogan, really, and what a good commentator he is. It was one of those kind of kiss Joe Rogan's ass videos, which were really great. So a huge fan also. Mm -hmm. But it was so funny to see Khabib face-to-face -face with, with Iaquinta in the cage, and Rogan's like, you know, here he is, and Khabib – he knows Iaquinta's crazy. <laughs> like, you know, so I was wondering, like, were, were you well, thinking something similar where we can catch him coming in or we're, we're hoping that Al lands one of those overhand rights that he, yeah, he can land? Yeah, well, we or... knew – look, I mean, first of all, he, I think what's really good is the difference is Al's a quiet guy. And those are the guys that are really crazy. Right. You know, see, that's the first thing. It's like a guy talking too much on the street – about who he knows, and I know this guy, and I know that guy. That guy knows nobody. And if he does, they don't want nothing to do with him. Right. You know what I mean? So Al's, I mean, you you kind of get like, <laughs> he's not even saying nothing. He didn't say a word before the fight, but he comes to fight. Um, McGregor is squared away, though. But that other stuff, uh, we know why he does it. But um Getting back to your question. No, I think that was the game plan is survive first and then win. So we didn't anticipate Al burning out that much with the wrestling, but that's what the type of pressure he puts on you. I don't know if McGregor has the wrestling chops Al has, and that's the interesting part. What happens when he hits the floor? I mean, because I'll tell you right now, Barboza's a dangerous striker. Uh, it's not like Khabib's going to stand up and strike with this guy. He's going to be right. moving all over. He's going to do what Mendez did to yeah, McGregor. Yeah, he's going to pressure not him. burn out. Yeah, right. And it, you know, and that's it. The difference is he had a full training camp, and he's got you know pretty good cardio. And I, I'm sure he's going to – I think he's going to approach the fight similar to the way he did with Al, but I'm not sure McGregor's getting back up. That That's going to be the interesting part. You know, because there was a lot of times on the floor that Matt really – walked out through a lot of shit you know he had a he had a great corner 
And, you know, if the other guy's jujitsu and wrestling isn't squared away, I think it just becomes a long night for him, you know? Like, the other guy, like, I think when he got up against uh, Mendez, Mendez went for a choke or something. This guy's not going for nothing. He's just going to hold you there and beat the crap out of you. So, I think the five rounds almost plays into McGregor, believe it or not. Even though he doesn't have the cardio, if he could survive, you know, he'll do like kind of like Al and look to get him out. But depends on what gets taken out of him in those first two rounds. That, that I think, is the big Big uh, question in the fight. Now you haven't budged. You're still, you're, you're still uh, Khabib. I'm still Khabib, but I got to tell you, this guy's doing such a good job. <laughs> I, I don't even want to listen. mom yeah. effect. <laughs> I don't want to even listen to him because I tell you what, he, I do believe he's coming to fight, and I do believe. Look, the way he prepared on the background check of his whole team, I think he did his homework on everything, and you know, uh, yeah, he's. He's coming in with something. You know what I mean? It's going to be something different. I think he's a smart guy. I think he loves to fight. You know what I mean? He is a fighter. No question about it. Uh, he's a great counter puncher. I don't know if he's going to have any punches to counter because this guy's, you know, just going to walk him down. Kind of like what he did with Barboza. Barboza's a vicious kicker, but he kind of walked through everything. So I'm excited for the fight. It should, it, it should be a lot of fun. Tony Ferguson taking on Anthony Pettis. I think that that has the potential to be a pretty exciting fight. Yeah, the two uh, dynamic guys. I, I like Ferguson in that fight. Even though Pettis seems like he got his mojo back a little bit, but I think Ferguson is just on a different level, and he's on a roll right now, and he he wants to prove, you know, he kind of well, got... Well, he wants to fight the winner of yeah, the kind Yeah, he kind of got shoved to the side, and he was, he was on a crash course to start him, you know? Of course, a uh, uh, big shout-out to Ryan LaFleur, who's on the card early in the prelims on Fight Pass. Um, also, we got Derek Lewis back in action against uh, Alexander Volkov. Should be, should be, could be an, an exciting fight. Of course, Derek Lewis does not want to have a repeat of the last fight he had, which... Nah, I, that's I, not going to happen. This guy's going to come to fight. I, I, I blame that more on... Uh... Francis and Gano not wanting to engage. I don't put any, I don't put any of that on Derek Lewis. I think this will be a good fight. The karate hottie Michelle Waterson fighting Felice Herrig, also another dynamic fight. Felice talking about how much time and effort she's put in to finally get to this level, to this stage, to fight a a, a high profile fighter. What do you think? I think it's a great matchup. They look like for right now where they both are in their careers. I think there's a really even matchup. What what are the odds on that fight, Chris? Waterson versus uh, versus Herrig. How are you seeing these going, Shendi? I think Herrig, Felice Herrig. She's tough, she's really, right? Yeah, she's she's a lot bigger, but like Michelle can deal with people bigger. She fought like Corny Casey, um, in the last fight, and she was like, Corny Casey's like one of the biggest one fifteeners, and she won. She like barely won, but she won, you know. But I think Felicia's, like, just worked her ass off of this, you know? She looks like she's getting better and better, yeah. Felicia. Like, each fight, I'm assuming even if she, like, she wins some and then she loses, but then the level, you know, she's moving up in competition. She's, I think she's doing well. And she's really cute. They're both cute. <laughs> <laughs> They're both cute. No, I think Felice is yeah. cute. Nobody agrees with that, though. Everybody thinks she looks like a man, but I think Felice no, is. She was a ninja warrior. Ninja you know that. warrior. The, like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, oh. so she's a slight, yeah. slight favorite. Yeah, that's like an even fight. Yeah. And she asked me to bake her a cake. Wow. Yeah, what? she like DM'd me when, when I baked that round cake, like that cake she for bakes. my friend's bridal shower. She replied to my story, which I didn't actually know she was looking at my stories until then. And she replied to me, she's like, I won that for after my fight. And I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> like, what, what am I supposed to say? Of course. You know, I you thought say. her fight was in New York. So I was like, yeah, sure, after the weigh-ins. And then I'm like, oh, it's in Los um, Las Vegas. It's in Vegas. I was like, mm, yeah. Well, so a little bit well she DM'd ways. me a few times. Well, like, we should see. Now, what we should have did was we should have sent out the dessert with Ryan Lafleur. <laughs> right. That's right. Oh. He could have given it. To and her. she said she screenshot the messages because I told her I'm going to make it, and I'm like, oh god. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I probably, probably would have ate a dessert before they even made him out to Vegas. She anyway. got crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you like, got like you, Steve. You'll notice. 
the dish you got there's uh, a couple of pieces missing. I, I I did notice it. I enjoyed the last last time you brought the Shendi baked goods. There's Appreciate more today. I see it, and I will have. Folks, you're listening to MMA and Beyond. Don't forget, you can reach out feedback. Feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. You can reach sh- out straight to Ray or myself, Ray Longo MMA. That's Ray Longo MMA. And I'm Steve Maraboli. You can uh, also please check out our sponsors. Our sponsor is Onnit. Onnit, of course, is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Check out onnit.com slash MMA Beyond. If you already use Onnit products, why not save an extra 10% by putting in our promo code MMA Beyond? Let's go to uh, a couple of questions. I was talking about fitness. Asked you earlier when you got here, Ray, if you were you hitting with Jenny today at all. And uh, reminded me of somebody had a question. Cal. Cal wrote in. Thank you for writing in, Cal. Cal writes, seeing Ray and Steve get into great shape. I'm overweight, and my kids are even pushing me to get fit. Where do I start? Where does he start? What is that saying? Uh, every journey begins with one footstep. The saying, what's the, <laughs> what's the saying? It is, is fail to plan or <laughs> fail to fail. Yeah, Cal, I got to tell you, you know what it is? Where, where do you start? Yeah. The, the answer is just start. Start by walking down the block. Anything. I don't know what type of shape you're in, but just start moving like every day. And find something you like, and I would work it around that. I don't know what sport it is. If it's basketball, just getting a couple of pickup games, uh, whatever it is. If it's martial arts, obviously, just train every day. And, you know, research your, your nutrition part of it and figure that out. And just day by day, but just keep moving. Don't don't sit around and do nothing. Yeah, and, and you have a lot of resources available to you. First, of course, everyone's going to say, consult your doctor before mm-hmm. starting yes. any fitness yes. program. But definitely what Ray was saying, and do the training wheels version of whatever you're going to do. So if you do like basketball and the last time you were playing pickup games was 10 or 12 years ago, start by just shooting some hoops. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, seriously. Yeah. Start by just shooting some hoops. Just get out there and move. Go slowly. Um, and, and, yeah, thanks for, for pointing out, Ray and I, Ray, puts in the work and um and there's a, some discipline beyond that too i know we were just talking about shendi's baked goods which i am absolutely going to dive into well, she, but she swears that they're healthy they're amazing 100%. whatever they are amazing they and, are healthy but you but you stay you stay what what's great about whatever shape you're in right now cal what's great about that is you 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 already know the formula to get there so whatever you're doing now is what got you where your kids are saying has to change so you start making those slight adjustments uh, from there, you know, whether it's food portion or, for me, staying away from as much bread stuff as possible really, really helped. Um, and then, and then, yeah, going baby stepping. Yeah, and I, and I would say the other thing is set a goal for a year from today, not next week or I want to lose 10 pounds in three days. Set a, uh, literally a year. That's what you got to give yourself and just stay the course and a year from today, you'll be a totally different person. Incredible. And you'll be surprised at how far you've come in that year. And thank you so much for reaching out to us. Folks, again, our, your questions can go to MMAandBeyond.com. That's MMAandBeyond.com. Uh, L. Ortega writes, subject fight pass. Hey, guys, looks, looks like the UFC reached a three-year broadcasting rights deal for Germany and Austria with DAZN. 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 What do you guys think of UFC going with other services and not utilizing their fight pass? Do you think this is a good move or not? Thanks. Is that the, is that the the app you downloaded? For? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I, I thought the uh, man. That's oh, wow. crazy. Look at that. I'll hey t- guys, look. The UFC they did a three year deal. That that was after the ESPN deal, which oh, I, I thought they were using that platform. Well, they they my guess. My guess, Ortega, without seeing it completely. Oh, but I guess this is for Germany. For and Germany Austria. and Austria, I think it is a, a, a good plan, and and the reason their their reasoning behind it is probably that that Dazen, I think I said Ray. I was at the Dazen the other. Yeah, I was at the Dazen. Oh no, that was a different Dazen. Dazen, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ray, you were saying they have archives, they have a bunch of fights, all this stuff. So. In in Germany and Austria, my guess would be the UFC was seeing that they were lacking in numbers there. So the chances of getting people to sign up $9, $10 a month, whatever UFC Fight Pass is, is really slim. 
So instead, if they do a smaller deal for three years, and that's the key to me, I see, is a three-year deal where they can get exposure on Dazen amongst the other fights. And if they can pick up more fans who will casually see UFC and be interested in it, then they'll be more likely to pick up the fight pass um, the fight pass or anything else. Also, for future deals, they'll be able to rope in the days in numbers with any logistical numbers they can do. So now instead of saying, well, we have five viewers in Germany, they'll be able to say our fights are broadcast to six million people in Germany. They'll be able to shift their numbers. Yeah, that's true. And I'll tell you, that, that app, yeah. I, saw, I saw Bellator, I downloaded the app. Because of Bellator, they did a great job. The picture quality was unbelievable. And I really, I you never hear me talk about Bellator. I really enjoyed that show. But I think it was part because the production was, was spot on, man. So I think if that had anything to do with uh, the Days in and the rest of the hotels, I think they were... Uh, <laughs> Love the Days in. <laughs> we got to change that name too. Days in. What the hell does that stand for? Can you find out what that stands for? God. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Probably something corny. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so while you were working out tonight and you were training, who, who, whoever you got in there, there was another press conference, one that uh, Khabib starts without Connor because he's late. Then Khabib leaves. Dana White's just there. Then Connor shows up. Like it's just <laughs> no, it's uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's total fuckery. It's total fuckery. I mean, uh, uh, does Dana have control over anything at this point? Guys are just walking in and walking out whenever they want. It it doesn't it doesn't seem that he has any control or say. And hopefully, listen. Wait, 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 where did, that, where did to, that press conference take place? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, is that they're they're in Vegas, obviously. Yeah, but I, mean, I wonder where. In Vegas. Why would you be late? <laughs> Traffic. Connor. No, he's fashionably late. Too he did it on purpose. I think he did, did it on purpose, that? too. He said there's a lot of traffic because there's a big fight going on. That's yeah. hilarious. That's great. I mean, I don't blame Khabib. <laughs> this was the time. and Khabib did look stupid sitting there by himself. Like right. It is, does something a bit degrading to him that his opponents even show up. Yeah. I'll like tell you who didn't look uncomfortable by himself. Conor McGregor. <laughs> he looked like he was having a great time. He has time his whiskey with him. He's yeah. good. He was out of control. I do look. I find the guy really entertaining at this point. And his classic line was to, uh, who was that guy when he was talking? Who the fuck, are, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy yeah. Stan. That might have been the funniest That line. is a highlight I, reel forever. I, I just, it was so organic. Stephen was trying to get yeah, in there, yeah. trying to get in on I'm this I'm over thing. here. Put me in, coach. I'm over <laughs> right, here. Right. Who the fuck is this guy? I mean, it was sure. awesome. I thought that was great. No, he said today something so funny. I, I don't know. I just saw this online today. He said Khabib may have wrestled Dagestan. I don't know how you say that word. Bears. But he's never wrestled an Irish gorilla. And it was so funny because everyone just keeps on talking about how he wrestled how he bears. How he wrestled bears, right? But it is, it is funny. Like, that is really that is, funny. Like, clever. That that is clever. He's smart. He's witty. No, no, no. He's, he's and he, yeah, he is witty. Smart. He's and, and he's, he's being witty in front of thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's performing. Yeah, yeah, he's and, pretty good. And 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 it is really good. He's that he wants the headline two thirty. The difference, like Chael, Chael was good, but it was so scripted, it wasn't good. This guy is off the cuff, man. He's just yeah. I think Chael acknowledges the, that as well. He's yeah. balls to the wall, fucking crazy. This guy, he's, but he is on the money with some of the shit he says. He says he wants to fight uh, Ali for, for the headline <laughs> of UFC 230. <laughs> he, he had a, a snitch versus an Irish proper you, animal. I'm, I'm starting to like the guy's strategy. I hate to admit it. I'm starting to like his <laughs> I strategy. I think you're going to root for him at the end of this week. I tell you, this would be horrible. <laughs> would, I really like will, Khabib. Would that be a more popular headline than what was announced as the headline? With Bullet Valentina, who... How can you not love Bullet Valentina? She fights somebody who, who even Joe Rogan, and I'm sure, and, and it's sad because, you know, being in a gym all the time, you know, as, as I was saying before the show came on, there are so many people who are unnamed, there are no names in, in the sport, who are putting in so much work and discipline. But the reality of it is, on this level of entertainment, being having a name absolutely matters. And in this case, uh, Valentina, Bullet Valentina's opponent, uh, Miss Eubanks, even Joe Rogan, he says, no offense, but I don't even know who, who I think it's Sahara Eubanks is. 
and I'm the commentator for the UFC. I got to say, I mean, that is that is pretty damaging. I mean, that's the UFC's pitch man. I mean, he's I, if that's not a cry for help, nothing is. And I mean, like, how does he even do? The, how does he Coker. do? How does he do the promo for that fight now? He already said he doesn't know he who she is. Now not. he's got to hype her up. He does. I mean, like, what do you do now? Now and you, he, learn to you learn to never say that again. Is what yeah, you do. well, I got to tell you, and you know, he likes Dana, but this was so because they read out. this on the fly. I was, I was listening to this. Yeah. He was he was on his podcast. He was doing a podcast with him and Brendan Schaub, and it was towards the middle of the podcast where their producer comes up and, "Hey, this fight was announced," and and Joe was like, "Who?" Yeah. And then it kind of came out, kind of match, like, dude, well, I don't even know who she is, that, is and I'm the that? commentator for the Look, UFC. Look, first off, is you know, Eubank's trained with Mark Henry and those guys, so you know, obviously, there's a little connection there. But what what does this fight add to the card? I think that well, why would it you was do that? attempt what? number 12 to get something in that card, and that was what left. Because don't forget that Bullet Valentina was set to fight Joanna Champion. Right. She was set to fight to, to fight her in November, I think. Was De it? December. Well, my December, my, yeah, my point December. is tickets already went on sale. So whoever was buying, going to the fight was going to the fight. They announced this fight. Like, there isn't going to be a surge to Ticketmaster uh, after if announcing any, If this. anything, it could be the opposite. Right. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if Nate Diaz just says, fuck you, I ain't fighting. You know, because I think he was looking for that five-round fight for the 165 title. And, I, I mean, I got to be missing something, but it almost seems like a slap in the face to everybody. You well, know? Because, do you think that they would take that position because Nate Diaz and, and Dustin Poirier, they, they kind of went about it on their own? Try to pitch. They try no, to kind of be. bully the you know, UFC into making that yeah, fight. That, that, yeah, that's definitely. Well, saying, they did what the UFC. I mean, does. to me, it's they're saying, "I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do." Well, the UFC does that though. They yeah. announce fights before they the fighters to, say yes, because so, yeah. they try to bully you into. They try to break you. Yeah, you know. And so when when they did that to the UFC, when they treated the UFC the way the UFC tends to treat fighters, yeah, doesn't seem like they took too well to that. It's almost like, uh, oh yeah, you want to fight for that? Guess what? You know who the main event is. Sahara Eubanks against to, Bob Eubanks. To be announced versus to be determined. Yeah. Did you yeah. put up a poll for that? I did. She put up a poll. Who do you think wins? To be announced or to be determined? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Darren mean, Till I, I, announces move up to middleweight. Who called that? Who called that? Right here. Right here. Yeah, Darren Till. Yeah, I'll give it to you. See how long he lasts there. It, it, so now, is he a... Is he a... a is he a small middleweight? He's a small middleweight. I'll tell you why. There was a time when uh, we were in the city one day, and uh, this is going back a while, but Weidman sparred Rory McDonald. And Rory McDonald is a huge 170, but Weidman's a huge 185, so that didn't look good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think Darren Till is like a Rory McDonald, but he's going to get in there with really big guys where – I I can't see that working out too good for him. But but I, I but I again, yeah, again though, get a guy like Gastelum, where he's just. But Gastelum has the wrestling. You know, Gastelum can wrestle. But look at what that guy's doing. He's a seventy pound, and he's walking through those eighty fivers and tough guys walking through them. So. It's possible, and the same thing with Whitaker. But I'm not putting Darren Till in those guys' category. You know, so it'll be, we'll it'll be interesting. The thing you mentioned, Chris Weidman, ah, he looks great. Yeah, he's looking good, very he good. Great, like far out, like this far out. Very happy looks, for him. Looks really focused, fit. Looks like he's on it, and it was it was good to see him today, and and uh, he looks really on the ball. Oh man, he's on it, Shendi. I looked at that bottle at the same time something. at you did, and I'm like, you he's going take, to uh, say you it. Gotta anyway. take a, you got to take a shot at Jack Daniels. That was the rule. Anytime. On it goes into the sentence. You have to take a shot. <laughs> Can we go proper whiskey instead? Pro oh, proper oh, do we have a bottle of proper twelve here? <laughs> we do not. Oh, we absolutely do. Can not. you uh, Google who's it's carrying only, it's proper twelve? It's only like 12? twenty dollars a bottle. It's so wow, cheap. Wow, twenty dollars a bottle. Yeah, it's reviews have been less than great. Yeah, um, did they? Yeah. They what? Well, he swore it was the best Irish whiskey ever. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's haters. 
It's haters. Yeah. So the proper 12, meaning that it's it was – here's the question I have. The, the proper 12 indicates that, like a whiskey, it was casked for 12 years, right? No, it's, um, it's five years, but there's 12 districts in Dublin. Okay, so, so is that it? Proper 12 districts of Dublin. But he's been so even that so he he just took over something else because he hasn't been planning this for five years. Probably not. He probably just he just a paid right a distillery. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Sorry to bore everyone with the business behind <laughs> it, but just interesting to see how he would how he would do that to get into like the whiskey business can't be easy because it's something that you can't sell until years after you've been uh, you getting think it ready. He comes in with proper twelve shorts on. Well, he have it on his pants. Oh my but God. here's the thing. So, so here for a fighter, yeah. I, I first of all, I don't doubt it. How he can be, he did monster. He did monster right. energy. He has his own his own stuff that he is he, proper twelve. He said at the first press conference is going to be on the canvas. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's already on the canvas if he's able to come with it on his shorts. The question becomes. Can you blame other fighters who start acting that, out? Look, for first rule of business, man, you got to keep that playing field level. You can't play favorites, and that's just going to cause chaos, man, because everybody's going to want to do the same thing. And it's like, you know, they're setting a precedent now that it's okay, and that's gonna, not going to fly with a lot of people. It, it, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting thing because you are seeing – what you mentioned before, you're seeing it, a kind of loss of control when it comes to Dana White, his fighters, and even the idea of what you just said, the idea that nobody was like, no way could that happen, when you said, I wouldn't be surprised if Diaz just says, no, nah, I don't want to fight. Because, I, I'm telling you right now. And, and nobody here was shocked or <laughs> or anything, because you see that, that that level of loss of control is, is definitely there. Has Diaz said he's accepted the fight at 55? Do we know that or no? I think that it was that they accepted. I, I think I heard Dana White on Matt and Jim's show on UFC uh, Unfiltered. Right. And I think Dana White said, no, they accepted a fight at 55, and the fight's happening at 55. They said 65, but we never said that. Right. So I think that they did accept it. I think that it is 455, and uh, anything else is, is. Are you really. What time? Wait, you know wait. what time it is? It's time for a shendy treat. <laughs> a shendy treat for everybody. <laughs> Steve, Jenny, what did you Steve, bring Steve, you today? better grab one. You're not uh, going to yeah, get nothing. I'm already losing it. Yeah. Um, I forgot even the name. It's it's two colors. It's dark and light at the top. I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> How good is it? Amazing? That's... I think it's good. I love all the stuff. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I've also convinced myself it's healthy. No, I swear. It's like <laughs> made from oat flour and... Um, Almond meal and chia. There's chia seeds inside. Chia seeds. I mean, I feel healthy yeah. already. <laughs> so back to uh, White. Well, you, you chew away, sir. I'm going to read to you what I, I'm reading of Dana White. As far as the 165-pound division goes, Dana White says, and I quote, it's all a crock of shit, as he told uh, BT Sport this week ahead of two, UFC 229. This is all via MMA Weekly. Uh, the whole 165-pound thing is bullshit. It's something they've talked about. It's nothing we've talked about. It's not going to happen. So uh, he, he continues, it, it will completely destroy the 170-pound division. It will completely destroy the 155-pound division. What I don't want to, ha- to have happen is guys who can't win the title at 170 or 155 just jumping to 165 so they can win a title there. So that, that answers that. Yeah. Daniel Cormier tells TMZ Sports, if Les if Lesnar can't fight, I'd fight Stipe. But it's gonna be Jones but it's gonna be Jones at least. Lesnar and Jones. Lesnar first, Jones after. That's Daniel Cormier. What why do you think the Lesnar thing? Is it is it all I know he thinks he can out wrestle Lesnar, right? Uh, I don't think he thinks. I mean, I think that's a given. I think he's confident on that. I think Kane out-wrestled Is that a bigger pay-per-view draw? Lesnar than, than John Jones? Uh, than the, way bigger. Yeah, than, yeah, than so. a comeback yeah. of John yeah, Jones? I think so. Okay, I guess there's that crossover, right? Yeah, that exactly. Only the people yeah. in the industry really know who exactly. or care about uh, a John Jones fight. Very interesting to see to see how that goes. 
And again, um, it not, Dana not budging on that 165. So it doesn't seem like that was ever in play at all beyond. Today, Connor said he might be interested in fighting me at 165. And all of a sudden, we have a new division. Comes on. <laughs> we have a new division. And then George St. Pierre is going to come on and say he's going to go for three times. GSP. I'm, all, I'm on team GSP. <laughs> he comes on. I'm all on team GSP. <laughs> It, it, you, I mean, it's 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 bonkers right now. She just came, came back and beat Bisping for the like. I mean, <laughs> it's a TV show. Yeah, it's it's a TV show at this point. Someone who's like coming back, like those old soap operas, maybe even a new soap opera. Someone comes back from the dead, and suddenly they're as relevant as ever. That was GSP. GSP came back after four years. Was it mm-hmm. after four years? Came back out pay-per-viewed most of the superstars that the UFC had now and then left (laughs) and then left won a a championship uh, from uh, from Michael Bisping and 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 what's this Steve on John Jones snitching Dana said I don't give a shit about drug testing USADA does I don't know anything about John Jones I think that's Dana White kind of distancing himself from uh, from it Distancing himself from this because I really feel like whatever deal John Jones took, I think within you you see this at the gym a lot. With within the fighters themselves, they have their own code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like for the outsider, we're reading about it and Dana White too. But I think from the insiders, when you hear from the from the fighters who have been offered these kinds kinds of deals. Uh, John Jones signed something that they they wouldn't sign. That that's like exactly. the, he signed he signed the snitch clause, and I think that that's something I heard on Rogan's show. Also, I think they read the actual clause where it's like, yeah, you you promise that you're going to give us information on an athlete whenever we need information on an athlete, and or uh, information on a whole like system, like your coaches, just, like if, if your coaches are involved yeah, or whoever. Doesn't this just throw this guy on another level, though? Well, I think that that's, that's exactly it. I think that it, it throws you on a level enough for for Dana White and them who were all about USADA and all about jumping in as soon yeah, as why somebody would he say that? all of a sudden would he said he wanted that? nothing to do with it. Because I think that this is uh, – I, I wonder how much pressure Jones had to sign that clause so that they can get him back in there. I really think wholeheartedly that number one to get on this on this MSG card was John Jones. I think that he was had a lot of pressure to sign that. Still signed it, but I think he had a lot of pressure to sign it to to try and get in fast. I think it was a deal that was struck for him, and of course, when he decides he's not fighting at Madison Square Garden, everyone back away because he 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 did not gain any new fans. That's for sure. That's for absolutely sure. If anything, the people, the last few people who weren't disgusted with his behavior, uh, finally, uh, finally tuned out, turned off. Sandra Jacobson from, uh, well, she doesn't write where she's from, but she writes the subject of respect. Just, do you think that mentally, if a fighter respects the other fighter, that she he wouldn't be as ruthless? That she he would bring their everything to the fight? Because subconsciously they're hitting someone they like. Something I've always wondered. Thanks for taking my question. Sandra basically wondering about if empathy and compassion play a role in the cage. Um, I, I don't know. I don't we know. just talked about this on the way here, remember? Yeah. About when you're sparring someone who you respect, like when Jessica right. came or Caitlin. Like, Sparring's know. a little different, though. I don't, yeah. I don't know if there's a place for... Uh, for in the actual yeah. fight. For after the fight. Right, would you? You you you've seen people beat the snot out of each other and then you know try and hug afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so think, that's, but I think that's a common thing. Yeah, I think that's a more common respect than... of like there's a when you're sharing you know the other guy's blood and guts and everything else. They're, they're, I've seen look even growing up in the street, you have a street fight with a guy, you end up being friends with him. There's a there's a respect that comes from fighting that's literally second to none. And, uh, you know, but while you're in there, I don't think that plays, you know, I don't, I don't see that playing a part in anything. Do you think it might be harder for a younger fighter coming up who was mentored or grew up watching somebody have a difficult yeah, time? You know, somebody? they always say that in boxing, you know what I mean? 
Did you just go for a shindy treat? I was treat? going to, but I'm like, I, we're going to close the show it. soon, so you I'll start eating. I got to close treat. the you show. You have to do it. You have to do a shindy treat while the show's going on so you could. But then you guys all have to talk. Oh, yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> all right. You yeah. guys talk. I'll no, shindy treat. Ray will uh, charm us with his accent. Yeah, I'll charm you with my cross or cross. No, I don't sound like that. <laughs> Even you don't sound like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you always hear that when. Uh, I think who the hell fought? Uh, I think Hagler fought Duran that time. You know, they say that I grew up watching your fight, but I still think they go in there and fight. The Yakalads come after the fight. You know, it, like Hagler won that fight. You know, what I mean, he didn't back off because of that. Right. But you even hear I, it the other way where they say, "Shendi, that's really good." I thought yeah, really I think good. it's wow, really good. Uh, you even hear it the other way where it's like it's, it's an honor to fight this guy. It's an honor to right. so even though they beat the snot out of <laughs> when the first time De La Hoya fought Chavez. Right and and just obliterated him in four rounds or whatever it was broke his face basically right 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 and it was an honor before honor after yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you so much but those During four rounds it, yeah, he, he yeah. was just cracking his face yeah I think look when you're when you're in there I think you go on autopilot as to what you have to do and there might be a time in there where if you're really beating the crap out of the guy where you might look at the ref and go come on man I don't want to do this anymore but up until that point I think it's you know, you're you going ever see boxing the... like that where they're calling? I remember um, when Roy Jones wanted to stop beating up uh, Vinny Paz. Roy Jones wanted to stop beating up Vinny Paz, and he kept looking at the referee like, "Really, you're gonna let me keep hitting this guy?" Yeah. And then uh, belted him one more that about threw Vinny Paz across the ring. Old yeah, I, you Vinny see Paz. that, and you see that in a couple of fights where, I mean, you gotta remember Vinny Paz was a lightweight, Jones was a natural middleweight, Paz was moving up. And, <clears throat> You know, yeah, I could see that, but he still beat the tar out of him before that. You know, but that's why I say I think it gets to the end where where if it's too much, then they're, you know, unless you're a complete psychopath. I mean, I think you you have to look at the ref. You know, it is a sport. You know what I mean? So you do look at the ref at times and go, listen, I think enough is enough. But up until that point, I think it's, I don't think anything comes into Sometimes, have you seen, and maybe this is just me, but have you ever seen when, Fighters are a little too huggy and touch glovey, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> like always, that little, annoys the shit out of everybody. Yeah, that's like, come on, man, yeah. just fight. Now we yeah, get yeah, it, yeah, yeah. we get it. There's respect. That's beautiful, but fight. Don't keep yeah. touching gloves. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get that. I really, I know, I really don't get that. Like maybe one time, if so, I don't even get that. But I don't, I don't get it. I know it. You see it happen a lot, but uh, yeah, those guys are different, man. Those guys, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like it. I wanted to make sure that we shout out before uh, before we go today. I wanted to make sure we shout out the fighters we have from our gym doing something exciting. So many guys working really hard, uh, training. We see you. We uh, we always want to make sure that you know that that we see you. And I'm trying to make sure that I don't miss anybody. We've got, of course, Chris Weidman coming up at uh, UFC at 2:30, along with Steam Roller Frivola. Both fighting in Madison Square Garden. Of course, October 13th, we've got just a, a week away. Well, not a week away from October 13th. I just sent him a text the other morning reminding him, you got 10 days to go get on everybody's radar. He's going to make people in multiple organizations uh, uh, tremble, and that's Bazooka. Of course, James Gonzalez keeps bringing that professionalism and uh, and level they're going to bellator of course along with my friend hobson gracie they'll be there we'll be there cheering them on we see it we see the training you're doing uh and and we'll we'll stay abreast i like the new uh the new board the the new board you have at law mma list everybody doing everything and i I made sure we, we talked about it before the show that we'll make sure that everybody gets mentioned on on this show and you can see that board is packed man that that gym right now is, it's thriving. It's thriving. Everybody, it's got great chemistry. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Man. Everybody it's was kung there. fu fighting. Shendi, did Shendi, you ever hear that song? Shendi, tell me something great you learned at this gym. Tell me something Shendi, you're leaving you got, with. You got like three minutes you got to break time. about the gym. You, you, tell me something you <laughs> take away. Besides how so great I am, go ahead, let, let Something I get from you being that that not only had did you have that experience growing up, not only did you have to travel and face some adverse situations, you've been in some good situations and tough situations. 
you've come across people who have inspired you, who have taught you either by being great to you or by being horrible to you. Either way, you seem to have learned and picked up something. So I would love to hear something that maybe you've learned in, in your in your stay here in Long Island, maybe learning from, from training with some literal world champions to people who uh, the 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 Paulas, the Paulas of the world who are who are my age and just going at it and cha- transforming your mind and your Paula, body. Paula and, was killing it. Uh, she, incredible she's, she's, from yeah. when she started, yeah, from no, when no, she said, you know what, I think I'm going to hit a little more to sessions, now. Yeah. It's it's I look at that so inspired. So mm. something like that. I know that you pick up those type of things. Does anything stand out or multiple things stand out? Uh, of your time here on Long Island, we're we're gonna miss you for sure, and we're Pac- excited to have you back. Pac- but but what what is it? Pac- um, no, we were talking about this also in the car on the way here. That it was. What were we talking about? About um, how I drill sometimes with people. Like the other day, last Thursday before in the MMA sparring class. So everyone was like still wrapping up, and I was ready. So Aljo was like come draw with me so we we drilled like double leg entries and defending the takedown and like it was so amazing like he was like willing to work with me like yeah of course he's like a hundred times better than me and like not much competition but it's the fact that he just didn't it's like he didn't even we're just a person we all have the same goal we're all like mutually in the sport together you know it's just it's just like the respect that we all have like mizuki we don't speak the same language but I mean, we get along pretty well. We understand each other more yeah, or less. we had to explain to Mizuki tonight that Shendi was leaving. <laughs> and first she thought it was like a joke. She didn't really get it. Then when she really figured out she was leaving, she made like she, you know, she was crying. Like, you know what I mean? It was crazy. That's yeah. awesome. But the thing with Aljo, I said, like, we did talk about that in the car. And I said, look, anybody who wouldn't do that, I don't think would be in the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's, you know, the water seeks its own level uh, theory. I mean... Aljo's just a good dude, but, you know, why wouldn't he do that? Like, if you're a guy that wouldn't do that, I, I don't even want to know you. You know what I mean? And, 100%. And we had a really good uh, conversation. We'll leave out names, but just Shendi is very, very intuitive, and she, she can read people because she picked out, you know, people who's that who might. Who's who what's what. Yeah, she picked out some people that might have less of a character than you might want, but uh, she was on the money with everything. So. You're a secret FBI agent, didn't you say that? I'm an <laughs> undercover spy. You're you always have that theory spy, about yeah. me. You always think I'm here undercover. Bond. I work here is James dying. Shendi Bond. My work here and by the way, dying. that's how I feel when you work with me. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that wow. Oh, Dr. Sherry. Oh, like, yeah. oh, really? I thought I'm James Bond. <laughs> no, not oh, the yeah. yeah, you're James Bond. There you, you go. like uh, <laughs> your martini stirred, not shaken? We'll get to the bottom of this, Steve, because it kills me. I know. Check her bags when she's going back. She's got a dossier on everybody in the gym. They're not going to let her back in the country. Whoever's listening to this. You're gonna let me back. Don't worry. They will can't keep me back. out. They tried to. They put me yeah. on the ten year ban and I'm back after four. So <laughs> you can't keep me out. Everyone's like, Are you coming back? I'm like, You can't get rid of me. I'm like that annoying pop up that comes up all the time. You know? Well, we love to have you back. It's always an honor to see you and, and to watch how much you train and how well you train with everybody and what the time you put in, the effort and, and you show up, there's there's no And we're gonna FaceTime her for one of the shows from Thailand. Get it back on. You're not going nowhere. We want to see the next fight. We'll FaceTime you before the you fight. You can practice more Oh, baking. the stadium is so hilarious. You guys will. It's it's like a comedy show that goes on there. Yeah? Like in Thailand, the, the bets that's going on, the people will come and knock on your shins to see how much money they're going to put on you if they're going to knock the person out. These like old ladies are yelling you to like throw certain stuff and you're no, like, the betting what the is hell? crazy over there right what there. oh yeah you have like five-year-old kids with like so do you just get in on that so you can make even more money is it, is it work that usually way? you make it's really people who bet on you you know it's usually you make the same amount in the local stadium it doesn't matter if you win or lose you just get paid for the fight so a lot of people that's where all the corrupt comes in like corrupt no corrupt sure cor- yeah, corrupt corruption comes corruption, in yeah. it's like some people will just take the fight, even though they know they're going to get knocked out just for the money. So you don't get extra money to win. So there's no like motivation there. But in the bigger stadiums, they do give you extra money. So, yeah. Thailand. It's no big deal. Just going to go to Thailand, fight a little bit, <laughs> pick up some money, <laughs> pick come up back. Some money, come back. What a life that is, no? <laughs> right. Or she's got another mission, right? 
She's got another mission. She, well, you said we're going to FaceTime. She said she didn't say, okay, let's FaceTime. No, no, she's no, not she's going to Thailand. She's yeah, going right. to wherever her next mission oh, is. Oh, man. Jenny. You're a secret <laughs> agent. Came out on, came out on MMA hey, and beyond. We, we, <laughs> Breaking <laughs> news. Yeah. Breaking news. I love it. Well, we wish you the best. Everyone listening, I'm sure, wishes you the best. Ray. Oh, I want to get make sure we got everyone's stuff. Ray's going with. Are you guys writing this down, or do I need to? Okay, I'm going we'll go with Khabib right. and Ferguson. Khabib, well, just do the the main uh, event. We'll do Khabib. You got a round. I think you had to do this on Anakin Florian. Yeah, I said third round stoppage. Third round stoppage. stoppage. Okay. Submission or strikes? Third round. I I thought it was from strikes. Okay. Wow. Okay, and Shendi, she went with what round? Connor second round TKO. Oh man. Connor second round TKO. Doctor Sherry. I don't know what round, but I'm going with Khabib. Pick, and pick, a, pick a round. Pick a round, fourth. Fourth round. And I'm you can you can ditto me with Dr. Sherry. I'm going with Khabib, fourth round. Fourth round. Wow. What do you think, submission or strikes? I think he's going to submit him. Jeez, this is big stuff. Big it's stuff. three against one. Three <clears throat> against one. Steph? It's the Americans against the spies. <laughs> wow. Third round? Wow. wow. Khabib submits Steph. Third round. Christopher Dosa? Uh, I got Khabib decision. Oh, man. You're oh, you going off. <clears throat> that, that would be really impressive also. Don't forget when... The the bigger story after the Iaquinta fight is that is how tough he is, and 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 how he survived and had that composure. So that would be huge for Connor to lose by decision. Um, can we say for sure, since Ray Longo, one of the most no nonsense guys you'll ever meet, says he thinks she's intuitive, oh, yeah. also thinks she's a spy. <laughs> no. Can we say well, the spy is? She's good joke, with accents. So you never know what my true accent she, is. She can yeah. read people, I believe. Could you be safe to say that should her prediction come true, oh, she already knew that she would happen? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm an Irish mob. Called the Irish mob. Yeah, there's got to be something she going on. There. Already knew that. this yeah. happened. That's Wait, what, what did you say again? Second round, Second round TKO. And I wow. think it's going to be from like he's going to mount them? from that and like. All right, Kreskin, you don't have to go that far. <laughs> we get the point. Is that like an she old joke? No. I don't know who that <laughs> is. You don't know who Kreskin is. No. So she says, Matt, like if this happens, then we... I know. She's having a premonition she, right no, now. No, she sees it. Like she she just acted it out. She's, Wait, this What did you think already. of the dessert? I think it was amazing. Doc, take one. Let's oh, see. There's chips on there. there. That's it. Let's see. Thank this you is big. Much. So far, you're 2-0. 2 and oh. Everybody loves the dessert. That's good. This is mm. great. Steph, do you eat? Really good tonight. Oh, wow. Really yeah, good. good. Yeah, really so good. good. Really Folks, good. thank you so much for listening to uh, our episode of MMA and Beyond. Please make sure if you're listening on iTunes to give us a five-star rating so that other people can find our show. I know we have uh, so many of them now. Really, really appreciate it. Even if I don't think you have to write a description so some people don't feel like writing a description or a comment. You don't have to. If you do have to, just give like a thumbs up or the letter K, whatever it is, whatever but it just is. give and, us a five star so that other people can find us. It's more and more. I was just in Los Angeles and oh, I yeah, had somebody else. That, man. Come on. We missed out on your movie thing. It was uh, interesting. Save it for it was, Sunday. Yeah, we'll save it for Sunday. It was, uh, sun and Sunday I'll be able oh, yeah. to see how Come the on, movie this did. Is big. This is uh, big see stuff. See how the movie did. And, and people don't forget to go to shendytreats.com. <laughs> uh, really some of the best desserts I've had in all <laughs> health. Actually, don't go to shendytreats.com just <laughs> yeah. in case. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Sorry it's about a this. trap. It's a trap. <laughs> people, if you haven't figured out, don't listen to me. <laughs> And, and check out uh, and let us know uh, also if you have any questions or anything like that at MMAandBeyond.com. You can hear Ray Longo on the Anakin and Florian podcast uh, every Monday. Uh, of course, Monday afternoon. The only Monday morning podcast is this one right yeah, here. Yeah, man. And, um, and of course, you can reach him out at uh, Ray Longo MMA. I'm Steve Maraboli. Check out Shendi. Follow her story. She has a great in Instagram. Follow her story and follow her travels. I know I do. Shendi underscore MMA. And uh, we'll make sure we tag her when we post this video and these links. Thank you so much, Shendi. You are loved. You are cared for. You're a part of the team Thank always. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I'm going to miss this kid. Oh, oh she's good. Mm -hmm. She's good. She Folks, she has a home.
Dr. Sherry. Dr. Sherry's back in there again. There she is. This is LMA and beyond. We'll see you next time. Sorry, Steve. Oh, yeah. Shandy, come on, listen for this song. Sorry about that. I didn't realize you were going to You've never heard this? Who sings it? Carl Douglas. Elvis Presley. You never heard this song? This is 100% Elvis. I've never heard this song. To be fair, I never even heard of the Beatles until I was like 17.